Hi guys, this is Wen and Manila Angeline, and we've got a special guest today for Wim Talks. Before we get to that, I'd just like to thank Audio Technica for my beautiful mic. Finally have one. Been wanting one for a while. Ooh, yay. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, I'm, I'll be posting the unboxing video of this this week. Today we have one of the most sought after, well, sought after. Oh, wow. <laughs> what a grand. In Manila. <laughs> Can you introduce Thank yourself? you so much, Ange. You're very kind. Hi, everyone. My name is Joe. I'm a professional player based in Manila, and I've been doing cosplay for a couple of years now. And on this side, I'm also a professional health, wellness, and fitness coach. So cosplaying, fitness, health, that's all some of my biggest passions. And I'm a huge geek. I love anime. I love all the nerdy stuff, comics. So if have you, you actually started with your regard, coaching? I would love to talk about it. Yes, I've actually started uh, coaching a few people. Because the international coaching certification course I'm taking requires me to uh, coach a few people during the training itself. So I've already oh, nice. taken some clients that I'm perfecting my craft before I actually release it to publicly to more people. Mm. <laughs> I'll probably be one of your clients. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> that would be really fun. Okay, before anything else, I'd like to share how I know you. I actually. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> do you remember how we met vaguely <laughs> i bet you don't it was at, at an event right <laughs> i'm not wrong <laughs> it was at an event yes i had just finished watching oh. boku no hero and then i saw you at a con dressed oh, yeah. as ida and i yes. ran after you like some little <laughs> No swear, like, how do I put this? <laughs> it was very unlike me. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Because you're like this really, I, I, no no offense, I mean, I'm short. And like a lot of Filipinos are short. So like seeing this like massive Ida, like walking by was just like, I was amazed. And your cosplay was so good that day, I have to say. Oh, thank, thank you so much. Really appreciate that. I'm actually, I'm, I'm not really much without most of the crafters and people who helped me along the way. And people help like create the costumes and i'm only like a small part of that whole process but i'm glad i was able to embody embody the character well but enough but how did you start <laughs> cosplaying then uh yes yeah, so i grew up in the u.s and there when i was growing up i would always watch uh, anime and cartoons and i really loved it so much and one day i went online and i saw that people were actually dressing up as some of my favorite characters like from naruto and like one piece and like bleach and stuff and when i saw that i freaked out and said like no way we can actually be like those characters and so i ever since then i wanted a cosplay but i was really scared to do it for the first time like thinking if people might make fun of me or people might think i'm not doing it too well like you know everyone wants to be perfect the first time when you don't have to be and so i didn't do it for a while but then when i moved over here i went to asia pop comic-con in manila and that was in 2017. And that was the first comic convention that I attended. And there I was able to see other cosplayers in person, take pictures with them, have a lot of fun, just run around and be like a little inner geek of the child that I am. And that really motivated me. And through those kind of events, especially that one, I met uh, two very amazing people. Uh, one is named uh, Mikael Bernardo, my, my friend Pepe, and also Elliot Miranda. And when, after those events, uh, I asked if they could help me out, and they were more than willing, and they told me, hey, you should try cosplaying Captain America. 
And so we, I just saw the first Avenger movie and I was like, wait, this is really cool. And I love World War II history. So they helped me source out uh, authentic World War II uh, recreation and authentic parts for my costume. And we were able to get my first cosplay going. <laughs> so very thankful to my friends who helped me along the way to get started for this hobby that's now a passion. It, that's interesting that your first cosplay was Captain America. Mine was actually Winter Soldier. Perfect. <laughs> Great. <laughs> There's something about the Marvel franchise that really empowered a lot of people to see things differently. Because when we're looking at comics themselves, it's easy to follow things and to get really hyped about it. But when you see it personified in person through someone and with special effects and on the screen, it really makes you more empowered to do that character. I like that you brought up that a lot of people helped you on your journey because a lot of cosplayers that I've interviewed in the past, they always said that they made their own costumes on their own, having a hard time and all that stuff. No, it's, it's nice to hear that you shouldn't be afraid to get help to start yeah. in your cosplay journey. Do you have any other tips for newbie cosplayers? Actually, uh, going in line with that, I think it's really important to acknowledge your beginnings and like those people who helped you along the way. And even nowadays, I do try to make some of my own costumes because I was able to get in touch with Singer and get a, an ambassadorship with them. And we were able to like, get me a sewing machine so I could start making my own things that I did for some like JoJo Bizarre Adventure cosplays. But most of the time, I actually, most of my costumes come from very proficient crafters who perfected their art. And I commissioned them to do what they do best. <laughs> I'm a big believer in that it's okay to learn a lot of skills. You understand the skills and you could do it on your own time and have fun with it. But I like approaching people and getting together teams of people who are the best at what they do because they put all of their full passion and all of their energy into that. And you know, you can get really great results. Like for me, um, when I first came here, I didn't have as much time or free time to do things because I was really involved with like varsity athletics and uh, basketball and school as well and other business things on the side. So I didn't have time to make the costumes to learn everything myself. And that's how I was able to ask other people to help me out, commission other people. And yeah, it's definitely not a solo journey, not at all. And so a tip I would have for new cosplayers, like you're saying is don't be afraid to ask for help. You can, if you go on Instagram and you message any any popular cosplayer or any cosplayer at all, nine times out of 10, they're going to respond back to you. Even I message a lot of cosplayers that I know internationally or that I know of. And I was really surprised when they would message me back. I'm like, oh my God, you, you noticed me. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> and Who's then if you have questions, now? they'll tell you. Um, my favorite cosplayer, it would be down to two people, mainly because we cosplay the same types of characters which are like very large, sometimes menacing, like bigger characters in general who are tall. And so uh, Leon Kiro is one of the best for me because he's amazing. I love Go -Go him. Cosplays. Oh my God. He's oh yeah. This Sephiroth thing yesterday. And I was just like, I oh. watched it like a hundred times. It was yes, like, it's so good. So good. Like when I'm working on a cosplay and then he posts that cosplay, I'm like, Dang it, he beat me again. <laughs> like, we're, we, uh, we have the same kind of a taste in uh, characters, which I like a lot. Like, he did a great Mirio. He's done an awesome All Might. Oh, yeah, he, I uh, loved his All Might, too. Dio is amazing. Like, he, he's done so much. So, I like Leon Hero a lot. I look up to him and his dedication. And I also look up to Alex Drastel, who's another very amazing cosplayer. And 
I love that Alex is very comfortable with himself and his body and he's able to express like some NSFW kind of characters. Like he did his own Slave Leia cosplay and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, like a guy's Slave Leia cosplay and he's all muscular and stuff. So it was, it was really cool to look up to. Okay, I want to talk about cosplay as a career. Did you go into cosplay wanting to turn it into a career or was that a stroke of luck? That's a good question because it's different nowadays. I'm seeing a lot of people who look at cosplay as a career choice. And I feel like in anything that you look at, like let's say actors or let's just say the people who are the best at their craft who get to the highest level, it's only a very small percentage of people. And most of the time, those are the people who are extremely passionate about what they do and who started quite early in pursuing that passion. For me, I started a little bit later. I started my, uh, like when I was 21 or 22. And that was a few years ago. And I didn't look at it as something I wanted to do professionally. I just looked at it as something that I loved seeing growing up and that I wanted to do for fun. And I was able to get a nice group of friends and meet friends through those friends. And we were able to do like Marvel cosplays together and like have cost groups and just hang out at cons together and just have fun. Because like conventions are good, but if you go to a convention alone, it's, it ruins a little bit of the, of the fun of it for me. So I always like being able to go with other people. I used to go to cons alone. <laughs> oh, that's okay. No, it's like for <laughs> but work, then you right? meet friends. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like for work, I had to go and like I didn't have any geeky friends, but I went and that's where I met all of these amazing people, you know. Yeah, you, you meet some truly incredible people from all different walks of life and different career paths. And it's just so amazing when you can all come together about what you're passionate about. Realistically, do you think that anyone could get into cosplay as a career? So realistically, I think anyone can make it a career if they want to make it. But the difference between you and the people who have done it is going to be your passion and your work ethic. If you do it just because you want to become famous, I don't think those are the best inherent traits to think about to motivate you to get there. I think the passion should always be number one. Don't think about cosplaying characters because they're popular or because, you know, they'll get you a lot of likes online or that you know, they'll help you get more followers. More like cosplay who you love because you love them. And people can definitely see your passion and they'll see you for who you are based on what you do. So I think anyone can do it, but it's difficult and definitely not everyone will do it. So on that note, how do you choose the characters that you cosplay? This popularity of the characters, do they play a part at all? Is it important that the characters have a big fan base? Or do you really just cosplay characters that you personally feel connected? Uh, I think in the past, when I started growing as a cosplayer myself, I would cosplay some characters that people told me I would be really good to cosplay for because it would like fit into their groups or it would... Um, they just think it would look really bad guy and stuff so i'd be like okay sure but then now that i'm kind of like more experienced with cosplaying i think i only want to cosplay characters i absolutely and genuinely love in the past i've also been told like i would express to someone oh i really want to cosplay this character he's so cool and then they'd be like oh no you should probably just cosplay this character he suits you more and then i don't like that kind of answer i think you should just cosplay who you want to cosplay because you're passionate about it even if there are characters, uh, of course, popularity can play some metric of level into it because as a known cosplayer, you want to get more known, you want to keep reaching for that next level. But I don't think it should be the main factor towards why you do it. 
but I can understand some professionals as why they would cosplay a character that they don't necessarily love, but is quite popular and they could pull off pretty well. But see, like living in the Philippines, like for example, if you really like Naruto, love but Naruto. like he's short, <laughs> would you still would you still cosplay a character even if when you look at them they don't really look like you per se? Hundred percent, I would so have love you? to do it because. I have not yet, because uh, in the past I've been really influenced to complete cost groups and become that one big tall character, the character that's hard to place for most people to do. But in the future, I already have plans to do cosplays like that because I I really do believe if you're passionate about the character, you should cosplay him because you're passionate. It's like one of the characters that I want to cosplay just for fun, like pure entertainment value, is. I want to do from Kimetsu no Yaiba. I want to do a Nezuko cosplay because I think it would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> like a, a six foot five Nezuko with like muscles and like it's all ripped up everywhere, and I could go around the convention chasing Zenitsu's. Like you know, we'll we'll flip the tables on them. <laughs> But it's true though, like every time like I go to concert, always so many, most of the people are really nice, but there are some that are really judgmental. When I started cosplaying, I only cosplayed guys. I'm straight, like super straight, but like, most of the characters I love are guys. I mean, in Marvel, I love Winter Soldier and Loki and stuff, but there are a lot of judgmental people, not just in cons or in the geeky world but in the world in general so how do you avoid the negativity yeah so anywhere you go in life you're gonna find bad seeds and you're gonna find people you disagree with and it's not necessarily that they're bad people they just think different things because of their circumstances and how they grew up so i like to try to be a little bit more empathetic to people and the reason why they're doing what they're doing my mom always taught me that forgiveness is the strongest trait you can give, even to people who have crossed and done wrong to you, and to never gossip and don't any fires. So that's something I really believe in because it doesn't help anymore. So with those bad people in, like, like I said, in every community, you'll have bad people you want to avoid. So those ones in this specific community, I would say that surround yourself with people who are like-minded, who are there not to compete with you, but to support you in every action that you do and who want to help you along the way. And you'll find that there's actually a really good amount of awesome people in the cosplay community, more so than the bad. And as long as you find that group of people who support you all the way, then you're, you'll totally be fine. There will be nothing to worry about. And um, this kind of goes into a little bit more positive mindset, but I'm very into this concept called the law of attraction based on The Secret by Rhonda Burke, which is whatever you think about and you believe firmly, you'll attract into your life. Because we look at the universe as this thing where you emit different types of sonic waves and emotions from what you say and what you think. And it goes out to the world and it comes back to you. So if you think negatively a lot, you're more inclined to have more negative experiences because you'll be in a negative train of thought. Versus if you uh, think positively, then you'll be more inclined to have positive think, uh, thoughts and experiences. So what I like to do is uh, if there are people you disagree with, don't talk bad about them. Don't go around, don't, don't tell anyone about it. Just avoid them because it's not your obligation to be friends with people or for them to be friends with you. And there shouldn't be any type of entitlement towards something like that. It's your life. So you get to yeah, choose how to live it. <laughs> and but, but and if seeing whole... them or being around them brings negative thoughts to your 
to yourself and it's all about your own mental health that you should prioritize. That's so true. But this whole positive mindset, does that work for you now during quarantine? I mean, everyone's pretty down right now. (laughs) I've been trying to limit the amount of posts that I do because I understand that sometimes when people see positive stuff amongst all this negativity, they'll think bad of it. Like, oh, look at him being positive and all the bad things are happening. But part of, most of me is being positive, not really for other people, but for me, because I also want to look out for my own mental health. And being in a positive state of mind helps me to be more productive and to be more happy in general. And who, who would choose sadness over happiness, right? <laughs> so um, I think it's a very bad situation. And genuinely, my heart goes out to everyone, especially everyone watching and your families, because it's, it's crazy things going on. But one thing I've always held my heart to is that if negative things are happening and they are completely out of your control, then worrying about it isn't going to do anything productive for what's happening right now. There's a lot of time now for people to figure out what they want to do. And you don't need to rush it. You can take it slow. But as long as you're making those first steps, that's all that matters. Have you always been into fitness? I think there's a sizable amount of people who see the passion that I've been giving and consistency and they acknowledge my advice more than the normal person. So I've, um, when I'm in high school, I actually wasn't very fit, even though I did varsity sports there. For most of my track and field career, I was a, a thrower and I would be like, okay, I don't need to get in shape. I just need to lift some weights and throw this <laughs> boulder really far with a discus. <laughs> and then uh, I don't know. It's something about when I moved here, I decided that, okay, the antisocial kid who wasn't very friend, who didn't like talk to people, who wasn't social at all, who wasn't confident, and who was not in good health, that's not the person I want to be for the rest of my life. There's a, there's a concept where it's like faking it till you make it. My first year here, I was very overly confident. But in, and people thought, wow, this is a really confident guy. That's cool. But then I, inside, I was like, oh, I'm so scared. Oh, I don't want to go up and talk. I don't, I don't, oh, my God, I have to talk to this person. Oh, no. <laughs> but uh, over time, when people believe something about you, you know, you kind of believe it about yourself, too. All the good and the bad. So you can, you can mold your own life the way you want to mold it. Stay away from people who are impacting you negatively. Even if it's someone sending a bad comment on your feed or someone who... Um, gives gives you like the shoulder or rubs you off the wrong way and you know there's not something good because as human beings when we interpret actions and when we see words put down we read those things in our own voice and then we compartmentalize and conceptualize those things in our own voice and how we think and most of the time we tend to think the worst possible scenario (laughs) and whether that's the truth or not we we can't really differentiate that because we are emotional so I would always suggest to surround yourself with the right people and to not let those possibilities even happen. I was going to ask about your fitness journey. Uh, I haven't known you that long. I've known you since like the Boku no Hero. But like, (laughs) I noticed (laughs) when you wanted to cosplay the JoJo characters, you got really into the gym. Does cosplay play a part in how you mold your fitness routine? Okay, awesome question. Yes, I wasn't in the best shape during my entry level days, but then like seeing Captain America, 
and like <laughs> and that body yeah <laughs> and then seeing like the the pool scene for Ida in Boku no Hero and then like the pillar men like something inside me just went I want the that. pillar men well, not that, I, I want that look <laughs> so uh ever since that like, anime is a big big reason why I take health wellness and fitness seriously even when I'm in the gym or doing a run or doing cardio I'm listening to anime music I'm like I'm rocking out to it like Boku no Hero, you say run, and then like the K- entire K soundtrack and di- different openings, Code Geass openings. Oh god, I love I love uh, Colors of Flow. So yeah, anime is a huge part to why I wanted to get in better shape because you don't need to look exactly like the character or be the same height or be the same build or anything. But for me, I kind of want to go to that next level of how I feel they deserve the justice. I think that too all the time. Like, I mean, like, I, I'm always like, I want to look like that. But how do you get into that mindset to actually try to look like that? You know what I mean? Yeah. And okay. So like you with need the JoJo to... characters, they're like, whoa. Oh <laughs> you know? man, that's a, ooh, that's a tall exactly. order. Exactly. <laughs> like, how do you get into that mindset? I mean, I, if if I were a guy and I'd look at them like, yeah, sure, I'd want to look like that, but. I wouldn't I don't think I'd have like the drive to actually try and look like that. <laughs> especially when I'm like not even close to that build you know like how do you get that drive in that right. mind? getting prepped for it did you do your research this is the workout I need to do this is the diet I need to follow if I want to get that buff okay so uh, I hope I remember both questions so the, <laughs> the second question because it's right, right there I didn't know what I was doing at first and I wasn't taking, the reason why I started taking health and wellness coaching classes and certifications was because I wanted to take it to the next level. But before that, I would just look up guides online. And the first thing I, I tried actually, it was a one punch man routine, which is like the hundred pushups every day, hundred sit-ups. Yeah, most people run, I know like, start oh God, with that effort. one. <laughs> when you're exercising in general and people are putting in all this effort, what I didn't realize and what I feel like most people don't realize is 80% of getting in shape is your diet. What you eat, how you eat it, when you eat, the, the type of food that you eat. And so I was working out every single day, you know, posting gym selfies, be like, hey, I'm going to get in shape. <laughs> but nothing was happening, like small incremental gains, but it wasn't noticeable enough for me to be satisfied. And then I realized that you need to control what you eat, how much you eat, you need to put the right nutrients, the macro, micronutrients into your body. And that's when the true change is going to happen. And so when you want to get into the minds, you need to have a clear and very clear visualization and image of who and what you want to be in the future. You need to be always thinking about it. Whenever you wake up, first thing you think about your future self. What do you look like? How do you feel? What do you act like? first thing before you go to bed like you you want to make it just in your consciousness the whole time so that way you can strive towards becoming that person and the dedication is always going to come from within you can be motivated by other people externally of course but the innate inner dedication is all up to you and how bad you want it 
I've seen some people who have done transformations in a month and some people have done it in six months or 12 months. And there's, it's not bad if you want to take your time because it's all up to you. It's just the speed in which you're going to achieve your goals is going to be determined by only you and how badly you want it. You should become a motivational speaker, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love Tony Robbins. He's one of my life idols, so I would love that. One day, maybe. <laughs> Actually, no, no, let me take that back. Not one day, maybe. One day for sure. Don't, don't go into life with maybes. <laughs> How has the whole cosplay thing changed for you now that we're in quarantine? Do you still do cosplays at home? Yeah, actually, um, I haven't been doing cosplays as much because I wanted to prioritize getting myself to the next level of fitness where I could then start cosplaying full time. Once this quarantine, once everything is over, I want to be in such great shape that I can, you know, meet up with my friends or photographers and meet up with other people and just start cosplaying nonstop. <laughs> so I've been taking a lot of time to myself to uh, develop myself both physically and to strengthen myself mentally. And every now and then I would um, look up some old photos that could be edited or I would go out and cosplay some things that I have here. And most of the time i would say i'm online instagram looking up other cosplays and cosplayers for inspiration and trying to connect with other people also as a cosplayer how do you think you will be able to upgrade your game by taking in constructive criticism yes i think constructive criticism is very important but there's also a difference between it being constructive and it being of a detrimental nature because I've had a lot of people who have told me that these are areas you can improve on. And I've also had a lot of people who talk to other people about me and how these are things that he should improve on rather than telling myself that. And I'm, I'm sure that's a relatable experience for a lot of people. Yeah. And I think that um, there's nothing really inherently wrong with the different approaches, but more so that each human being is distinctly unique in their own way. And not every single way to say things is going to resonate the same way with different people. And that's totally okay. And I, I think a lot of people have their differences and they're not, they're not bad people for it. And inherently, it's all about you and how you want to live your life. How that's you want so to true. feel about, you know, the kind of people that, that tell you things or how you, how you, you will receive it. So yeah, it's, it's all on you. And again, there's nothing bad with those kinds of people who just do it differently. But we are different human beings for a reason. <laughs> and that's okay. That's true. I wanted to ask about your Facebook group. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes. Can you tell us a little <laughs> more about your Facebook group and how people can join and why they should sure. join? <laughs> so I have a Facebook group called the Show Dojo. And there I try to post some daily or semi-weekly inspirations. I try to post some of my YouTube videos on there. And it's all about motivating each other to stay positive, to stay healthy, to you know go to that next level, try out fitness if you haven't before. And I just wanted to be a positive and encouraging group where people can go on to and not see any any bad stuff about what's happening in the world. Like we're acknowledging that things aren't going wrong, but it's also a place where like we can help each other to strengthen the things that are going right. So I really love that group. I, lo I love everyone in it. And it's, uh, it's basically just starting off right now, but I'm having a lot of fun so far. <laughs>
I think it's really going to be helpful for what everyone's going through right now as well. And everyone's always in such a negative headspace. It's nice to be with right. people, the like-minded people that you were talking about earlier. If you want to find like-minded people yeah. who are more positive and will motivate you to get better, I think it's a good group to join. In regards to uh, people who are thinking negatively, actually, I don't, I don't think there's inherently any wrong with most people who think negatively because uh, the situation is so extra that you know, we can't really be fully in charge of our emotions. But I think what is a big differential is that you shouldn't let your negative state of feeling at the moment affect other people, because that's when you have to be responsible for how you're feeling and the repercussions of how you act. Yeah. And if you choose, if someone chooses not to want to hear things or see things like that or be a part of that, I think that's on them. That's their choice. Because we're all just trying to look out for our own mental health, especially right now. And physical health, of course. <laughs> That's true. I've unfriended so many people in like these past few months than I have in the past oh. 10 years. <laughs> I just feel like <laughs> if it's affecting you negatively, like your mindset, yeah. then there's nothing wrong with unfriending yeah. people. At the end of the day, it's your life. And you should, you should be allowed to choose how you want to live it and who you want to surround yourself with. And Again, it's I'd... also for your mental health, you know. So Yes. And again, I don't think there's anything inherently wrong. And I don't think there's anything bad about the people who are that way. I, I really want to stress that. And I, I would never think any badly of them. And I won't even go and, and talk to other people about it. It's just that people are the way they are because of the situation. And you have a choice whether you also want to be impacted that way or, or do you want to be impacted a different way. That's true. Is there anything else you'd like to add, show before we wrap up this live session yeah man that that went by really fast wow <laughs> <laughs> that, that was great um anything i'd like to add mm -hmm. so i do want to i guess i want to end this by not really talking about cosplay or fitness as much but more so about how the situation we're in is it's so crazy and there's there's so many things going on that are definitely out of our control and the only thing that we can do right now to make the most of it is to, to find things that things that we can improve in our life right now, things that we can upgrade or do more of or learn more of, do new things. And so I'd like to encourage everyone to just try and uh, maybe build a new skill, try something new, learn a new language, maybe try and like eat a little healthier. There's so many things you can do. And quarantine, I believe, it's bad okay it's bad all right but the, the small the small grain of salt is that this entire experience has been a great teacher for many people not just in terms of health and taking your health seriously but also in terms of your mental health and like the people you surround yourself with the things that you do the things that aren't good for you the things that you can improve on and before quarantine i didn't think people i don't think people took fitness and health as seriously as they're starting to look at it right now and the same thing, like you mentioned that you had to unfriend some people also because everyone's able to like really get a good neutral 100% eyes on perspective of their current friendships and like people they surround themselves with and everything that we surround ourselves with. So everyone's able to find the path that they want to go down. And it doesn't matter how fast you do it. You can do it slow. But I think the most important thing is that everyone takes the first step. Well, now I have a new question. <laughs> oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> Yay, we extended it. 
<laughs> what are what are some of the things that you did this quarantine that's new? Oh, uh, okay. So I've upped my fitness regimen. So I, I do it twice now. I run in the mornings on an empty stomach because that's intermittent fasting. And then at night I do lifting. So that's what I'm do after this. <laughs> and um, I, I've started to play around a little bit more with the sewing machine. So that's, that's a bit more fun. And to uh, get a little better. <laughs> and I nap every now and then, but I don't want to nap all day, every day. <laughs> But um, also, I'm finishing my undergraduate studies, too. And I'm also finishing my health coaching certification. So most of my free time is actually dabbling in a lot of things. But when I do have the time, I also play Final Fantasy XIV, which is this uh, uh, MMO online. And I'm having a lot of fun with that, too. <laughs> I was about to say, like, you're probably the most productive person that I've talked to this quarantine. You've done so much um, stuff. I'd... And then you still find time to play Final Fantasy XIV. Like... <laughs> I think it all boils down to consistency because uh, I really just I keep thinking to myself that if I'm going to be at the level that I want to be in the future these are the things that I have to do now and whenever I think about not doing it or like taking a lazy day or, or like a rest day I keep thinking that's not going to help me get towards my goal and I force myself to go to it <laughs> so wow. I think it's all just about your self-motivation and discipline that takes a lot of discipline oh, yeah. i mean i know what i want to be you know i, I know what i want to do but like the discipline to do it is kind of like <laughs> the problem <laughs> oh that's okay um something similar to that too is like i am i'm fairly disciplined but i i have cheat meals every now and then i succumb to cravings and like things like cravings, I, I want people to understand that there's nothing wrong with having a craving. It's your body's natural way of telling you that something is wrong and that you need something. And then something I tell clients also is that if you are so obsessed with soda or like this particular food that's not bad or junk food, don't cut it out 100%. Don't go cold turkey. What you should do is have just a little bit less of it every single week. And then eventually you can have a little bit less of it two days out of the week. And then eventually a little less and a little less until eventually you don't need it anymore. So cravings, cravings aren't bad. And I still succumb to cravings also. But also but, women um, have PMS. <laughs> oh, that, uh, you are allowed to do whatever you want. I'm not going to, I'm not contesting this. I don't want to say anything I can't back up. <laughs> so like, we can't cut it out completely. That's my excuse. Hey, when, when you need it, you need it. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that you've kept so productive during quarantine. Like, I have days Thank when you. I just can't. <laughs> and so that's the, totally okay. Everyone has those days. Yeah. What's important is that you get up from those days. You, you know, you bounce back from them. Yeah. Everyone does. Everyone's bounced back from bad days. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here now. This got so serious so quick. Help me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. No, but we really appreciate your time. Thank you for joining us today. Oh, thank and you so much for your time as well. Yeah, that'd be cool. I love this idea. <laughs> thank you again for having me on. Yes, thank you. And thanks again to Audio Technica for the beautiful mic. Yeah, I hope everyone takes care. And last thing I want to say is that the pandemic situation is pretty bad. 
but uh, there are things that we can do ourselves to make the situations better for ourselves. And that one day this is all going to be in the past. And one quote I like to hang on to is that the future is not so far away. Wow. <laughs> I love that. I'm going to use that as a tagline somewhere. <laughs> 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 Always dreaming of a better tomorrow. Hi. Yeah, you never could happen tomorrow. All right. Well, that's it. Thank you guys for watching. And thanks, Sean, for joining us. Hopefully, we can have you on Thank again you so soon. Much. Thank you, everyone. Yeah, we'd love to. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye.